right, guys. Today is the day we uh, are kicking off the Women in My World podcast hosted uh, by myself and brought to you by PureFlix. And I am here with my dear friend, Shannon Fields, and I am so excited to introduce to you one of the powerhouse women in my world and share a little bit about the journey that she is going through right now with her new show. But first, I want to tell you guys a little bit about her. Um, You might recognize Shannon from the powerful movie Facing the Giants. In fact, it was one of the top grossing independent films of all times. Um, And she was part of that. Shannon has also starred and produced numerous films, such as The Song of the Tree Frogs, Redeemed, my brother's keeper order of rights and most recent the griddle house as well it's streaming on amazon we're going to talk a little bit about that too and most recently she has a new pure Flix original show where she stars and co-hosts called rebuild and restore um, we are excited they are featuring widow strong and you guys are not going to want to miss this show it is so powerful she is also a speaker She goes out and shares her story with women of all ages and inspires them. And she has also recently teamed with Michelle Robinson, CEO and founder of Shine Like a Boss and Boss Talk Magazine. And they are getting ready to do some really cool things that are coming up. So um, you're not going to want to miss this conversation. Shannon is a mom and a boss herself, and she is a wife to an incredible, and we're going to talk a little bit about Jimmy Fields as well in this conversation today. Um, so anyway, I want to welcome Shannon Fields. <laughs> Start crying before we even get started. <laughs> Thank you, Sherry. Oh my gosh. This is, this is really an honor. Um, and anytime that I can get together with a sister mm-hmm. and have a conversation about what the Lord has allowed us to do, um, this is special. This is a special time, and I am so thrilled to be here. Well, I and thank am. you for that introduction. I mean, goodness. <laughs> no, you deserve that introduction, and I love that you have worked so hard in this industry and somebody that I love watching. In fact, I was just watching again recently um, your scenes in Facing the Giants, and I remember your character, Brooke Taylor, and I— I literally remember watching you and just thinking, what a beauty mm-hmm. that you were on screen and how you portrayed mm-hmm. this character and the emotion that so many women and men are going through. And and so I was watching that recently, recently again, and I just have to say, my friend, well done. Well Thank done. You. Yeah, Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. There's so much story and so much heart and family mm-hmm. behind that film. Um, Man, it brings back a lot of memories. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know. And we, I, we're we going to talk about some of the coolest stuff because you have shared with me some just really great stories, uh, even right down to Facing the Giants and the filming. And uh, we both now have an experience working with our dear friends, the Kendrick brothers, yeah. and how that changed our lives yeah. as, as just in so many ways. Mm-hmm. And um, so we've got a lot to talk about. But the first thing I want to say to you is congratulations on your new show, Rebuild and Restore. Um, man, what a powerful show. I got to watch the episodes, and, and and it really, truly does stand on the scripture in James 127. And, and um, I just I want to say thank you for doing that. And I want you to talk a little bit about the show and how you actually got involved in this, this new Pure Flix original. Okay. 
You know, I have to start off by saying this is one of the shows that I would have never asked God for. Mm-hmm. You know, in my whole life, my whole 17 years of, of doing film and I'm almost like, Lord, open that door, open that door. I want that door. I did pray for that. But now that I turn around like hindsight 2020, mm-hmm. I was like, Lord, why did you choose me for that door? Right. And I know we'll talk about that yes. as we're coming up. Yes. But I was at Kingdomwood uh, Christian Film Festival here mm-hmm. in Atlanta, mm-hmm. and I met the creator, um, Ken Fletcher, of Rebuild and Restore. And I think at the time it was just floating in his mind. And then later on, I got a call. Um, he called me and my husband and asked that if I would co-host the show with him. And it centered around James 127, mm-hmm. um, like a home fix-it show that goes in uh, and helps widows and their kids and does something special for them. So I'm like, yeah, I would love to do that. I just didn't realize that during the making of the third episode, I would become a widow. Mm-hmm. But God knew. He knew. And he knew that he gave me a heart for women. And he's like, I'm going to take care of you and I love you, but you're going to have to help women um, that can't get off the couch, that can't seem to go another day. And I've been there. Mm-hmm. I have been there. But I, I am honored that God is letting me do that because... Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to waste my days, Sherry. (laughs) No. I just wouldn't. No. Mm -hmm. No, and I think that's something that when I watched the show, you know, I love how God sets us up for a journey. And Mm -hmm. obviously, you know, that's that's a really tough journey. But I always believe that God takes us through this process where it's not only the redemption and the restoration process in our lives, but it's the preparation process. And everything comes into that preparation so that whatever He's getting ready to do, we are the vessel that He gets to use. And, you know, I think that there's something so powerful. I watch the the shows, and, um, you know, they're all a little different. And what I love, though, about your particular role as a co-host in this is, you know, not that you're standing there with a hammer and a screwdriver and trying to figure out how to rip down walls, Mm -hmm. but you really are in this place of restoring and walking through a place of hope and walking through how do I take and pour into you as another Mm -hmm. woman and also walk alongside of you to really restore you so that you can move forward, this yeah. worthiness, this identity. And I'd love to hear a little bit about just a you know personal experience for you on the show, uh, something that really hits you, that reminded you of like, okay, so here it is. This is what the restore mm. is all about. Oh, there's a lot I can mm-hmm. share. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to share something probably personal that's... Um, one of the shows is my sister. Mm-hmm. And who knows why in the world God chose us as sisters to both be widows. Mm-hmm. But she became a widow when I was um, filming a movie called Song of the Tree Frogs. I think it was the last day of shooting. Mm-hmm. And I pretty, I made it. I made it through it. But she became a widow a year or so before. And so I went to the team and I said, 
please can I um, bless my sister? Can we bless my sister? Mm. And as we were doing the show and we were blessing her, I saw a transformation in her life and her demeanor. And um, she was just beaming. And it's not that we can heal every wound because we can't. We're just just a small piece, Mm -hmm. a small piece that just kind of helps them heal forward. Mm -hmm. And she told me that. She said, if it wasn't for the show, I wouldn't have been forced, I guess, to do some of the things. Wow. Um, So that is one of the aha moments Mm -hmm. that I guess I had and went, this is special. Right. This is something, we're just a small piece, Mm -hmm. but we can help widows heal forward Mm -hmm. by this show. So it's not just a show. No. I mean, it is a show that people can watch and get entertained and they can laugh Mm -hmm. and cry, but it's, it's more than that. Well, and I love that you said that heal forward. I've heard you say that a couple times now, and I really love that expression, heal forward, because so often we are really stuck and we're stuck in the past. And so we really do have to look what it, what it looks like to heal forward. I am, you know, you and I were at lunch recently and you shared with me about a young woman that was part of a group and that she was the only widow in this particular group. And I left you and I could not stop thinking about the story and how it really is applicable to all of our lives and whatever ministry, wherever God places us. But you were sharing a little bit about her and you said that she shared within this group that nobody really understood what she was going Mm -hmm. through because they all could get up and go and go home to their husbands. Yeah. And she... Couldn't. She couldn't do that. Mm -hmm. And here you are, and you've been put in this position to actually really understand. And isn't that really what that authentic, transparent spirit Mm -hmm. is when we're able to work with somebody? Tell us a little bit about that and how now with you doing what you're doing, are you finding yourself working with more women like this? Are they coming into your life more often? They are coming into my life. <laughs> I don't I don't know them. Yeah. But they've seen the trailer of the show. They know what's happened in my life. They mm-hmm. follow me mm-hmm. on social media and they're like, you know, what you're doing, it's touching my life. Keep doing it. Mm-hmm. And that helps me know that I'm doing what God wants me to do. Mm-hmm. But my friend, she was at my husband's life celebration with her husband. Wow. She's a friend of mine. We went to church together. Wow. And a group of people who love her dearly, mm-hmm. they love her. And they've experienced loss, but not loss of a spouse, but they just want to help her heal. Mm-hmm. And so one of the things she had said, she said, Shannon's helping me. Mm-hmm. And it's because she knows where I'm coming from. Yeah. And one of the comments that she referred to, um, she said, you all go home to your husbands, but I don't. Mm-hmm. So I know you get it. You get lost, but you don't get it. Right. And it's funny because, um, and I and I wanted to sh- I share with her, I'm like, you got to just let people love you. Yeah. That's good. You got to let people love you. Like, be let Jesus mm. use people that may not have lost a spouse mm-hmm. just love on you. But mm-hmm. also get in groups like Widow Strong, okay. or groups that are all around everywhere that get it. Yeah, 
So you get strength from this side and Mm -hmm. you can get strength from this side. And and you got to have both. Mm -hmm. I need both. Like, Mm -hmm. I need your friendship. Mm -hmm. I also need Widow Strong because they've walked it there. And I have to make sure I read, like, I reach out. Yeah. And, um, like, the other day, I almost could not get off the couch. Mm -hmm. It was one of them that, it's just that day. And I'm like, it really hurts to heal. Mm -hmm. It, it It hurts. It's like when you think of a broken heart, yeah, and or the way I like to say it, you know, the tapestry yeah. thing where yeah. the front is just put yeah. together and beautiful, but then yeah. you turn it around, it's a big mess. Yeah, that's me, <laughs> and I think it's a lot of widows, but it's a lot of people. It's a lot of people. It's constantly. I'm always like, nobody ever wants. I don't want to turn my messy blanket around because you wouldn't be able to figure out. You just throw it in the garbage. But because of your messy. <laughs> tapestry yes. yes you can reach down deep right into places that right. some people cannot go to help somebody move forward absolutely and you're saying yes mm-hmm. i'm going to use my messed up self mm-hmm. that god turned into something beautiful that only he can do yeah and help somebody do it absolutely i think that's the greatest thing is being reminded that uh whatever the enemy comes in to try to steal from us, God restores that tenfold and uses it, right? And it's all, I think really it's about us stepping in and saying yes. You know, when people used to talk to me about uh, October Baby, I thought, I love. Thank you. (laughs) I never, ever in my wildest dreams thought that I would ever be a woman talking about being post-abortive. I never Mm -hmm. thought I would be a woman talking about being a teenage mom uh, or that I would even at some point, share infertility issues. Mm -hmm. And so here now that I can take all of those things that have happened in my life and put them back out there and share them with others that I encounter. Mm -hmm. And people just need to know that, man, I'm not the only one going Mm -hmm. through this. I'm not not crazy. I'm not losing my mind. I'm Mm -hmm. not all these things. Like somebody else has encountered this. And so I thank you for saying yes because, you know, I have to tell you my, uh, my, my, father-in-law passed away in 2019 pretty quickly and within two months my sister-in-law also lost her husband and you know I remember my sister-in-law saying to me uh, she said you know losing a father is one thing and it's very traumatic but losing your husband your partner is a completely different experience and so I'm just really thankful that you're there to walk through this with them so that you can love on people and share the message of Christ and, yeah. and your story. That's what it comes down to. I mean, Christ is hope. Mm-hmm. And without him, there is no hope. Yeah. And I always say, you know, this is the, our life here is temporary. Yeah. Um, but what are we going to do? Mm-hmm. We're left here. So we got a job to do. <laughs> yeah. We, we got to do it. Yeah. And some days it's harder to do it than other days. Yeah. But um, we need to. Absolutely. Well, I'm really excited and I can't wait. I, I, I want to talk to you a little bit about this as we continue to move through. And we're going to keep talking a little bit about Rebuild and Restore. Okay. But um, recently, you know, you and I were also talking about our dear friends, the Kendrick brothers. And, and it's another thing, you know, I love when I can be in conversations with people that I can walk away and I can really digest something and consume mm-hmm. something. And then all yeah. of a sudden here, like the Lord is literally going, okay, I, I, this is why. And so, you know, you recently, as I have seen uh, their new movie, their new documentary, mm-hmm. Show Me the Father, 
And it's so powerful. And uh, you shared a little bit, though, with me about what this message actually looked like to you, uh, not only in sharing, you know, the the idea of show me the Father, but Mm -hmm. share with us a little bit about what God was pouring into you as well and kind of teaching you through this story. Hmm. When I was watching the story, I didn't expect... (laughs) <laughs> what was going on in the story. None of us. <laughs> and a lot, a lot of it uh, was kind of a little bit of the heartbeat of my husband. Mm-hmm. So that took me into that world that I lived for 30 years um, as a football coach. But um, that was just part of, part of the story. But the story behind the whole thing about show me the father, about those that didn't have an earthly father mm-hmm. that um but mine is in a different spin that I don't have my husband anymore mm-hmm. that um a lot of the days I feel uncovered mm. I walk around he was he prayed with me before I mean he prayed before during I can't I was like he would pray right now before we mm-hmm. started doing this together um mm-hmm. and I don't have that anymore. I mean, I was married almost 30 years, and my best friend was so consistent. He loved the Lord so much so, and he loved me, mm. and he loved what I what I was doing, and he was like, go, you go. Mm-hmm. But then when he passed away, all of a sudden I felt, where's, where's my protection? Mm-hmm. Um, I did hear the Lord say, and I'm your protection. All those prayers that he said before, mm-hmm. I, I still hear them because he never stopped. Wow. I still hear them. They will carry you to the day you die. Mm-hmm. I mean, I literally heard that in my heart. Um, that's why it's so important for you to pray for your spouse because yeah. you just don't know how that's going to look mm-hmm. spiritually. Mm-hmm. But I'm having to draw to my heavenly father mm-hmm. and feel covered again. And not feel so exposed to this crazy world. Mm -hmm. Um, Like he is my husband. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of things I'm trying to grow and I'm learning. I mean, it's six months just past a couple of days ago on the 15th. Um, And he had a terminal illness. So for the year before, it was grieving little things by little things and little things. Mm -hmm. Like the first major grief that I had is when he couldn't hug me anymore. Mm. And when it hit me is when my son hugged me. Mm. I'm like, you don't really think I ju- you just get those hugs and don't take those things for granted. Like, don't. Yeah. And so um, I'm having to rely. So when I was watching mm-hmm. the documentary, I was like, wow, as a woman, mm. as a widow, I'm having to rely on the Father in such a different way. Wow. than I've ever had before. Not that I didn't before, mm-hmm. but it's different now. It's different. It's different. I love that. I, I really do. I, I think that's been something that the Lord has really been showing me is that He is the ultimate bridegroom and really, truly the ultimate romance in our lives. And um, and I love the when we talked about that, it just kept resonating with me over and over again about what you said about being covered, mm-hmm. you know, and, and feeling this uncovered and... Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. We we need to have the relationship mm-hmm. with him so much so mm-hmm. that he's our covering. Yeah. He is it. And there's so many 
women that don't have a great marriage mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then they feel that uncovered but draw close to him like be on your knee let him cover you good. um so I'm like i'm leaving i'm like god <laughs> just yeah. just cover me today mm. cover protect mm-hmm. because there's something about when you go through grief there's like journeys of grief and then sometimes i feel it's kind of like it's kind of almost funny it's like a fog wow like i can't like get it together yeah. but it's a thing yeah like it is a thing um but you just just get up the next day and keep going but if you need to just be mm-hmm. just be just be just yeah. just be and i think that's where we can give ourselves some of that just like okay just take that time and that's in everyday life yeah. we get so, we're so hard on ourselves mm. all of us yeah men and women mm-hmm. especially women yeah and that there's some days we need to yeah. and i love the word just be yeah but when you just just give yourself permission mm-hmm. allow just like talk to him and say, you got to help me. Like, I can't do this on my own. Yeah. yeah. And then just lay it out mm-hmm. to him. <laughs> I love it. And just, whew. I love it. And then the next day, all right, here we go. So good. Here we go. It's so good. It's such yeah. a reminder. And you take one step at a time. That's right. Whew. Like, I'm going to be crying here all over the place. I love when I was watching Rebuild and Restore I guess that I would ask you, how would you encourage just some of the widows and people that when they do end up watching the show, because that's always the first question. They watch something in our hearts as storytellers, filmmakers, is to move people into action, right? Mm -hmm. To change a culture. So what kind of encouragement through this process, you know, would you give to the people that are in the communities that are really like, oh my gosh, I love the show. How can I help? Like, what would that look like? Well, it is kind of a call to action. Mm -hmm. We don't want people just to watch the show and then it just stop. Right. Like we want, because somebody knows a widow Mm -hmm. and a lot of people don't know how to help a widow Mm -hmm. and it's okay that they don't know how to help a widow. But we want them to get in, in, in the churches and their communities. Right. And if there is something that tangible that needs to be done, mm-hmm. just go do it. Yeah. A lot of them aren't going to ask. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to ask somebody to come cut my grass. No. But if you look out the window and somebody's, oh, that grass needs cutting, mm-hmm. that call to act, just go mm-hmm. do it. That's just good. do it. Yeah. There's a lot of things. And, and you know what? God's creative. Yes. Just ask him. <laughs> Say, you know what, that one probably needs something. Help me help her. Right. Help me. Oh, their children. Right. Or whatever. So when they watch the show, let it be a call to action to get in your churches and communities. Um, And what I love about Michelle at Widow Strong, Mm -hmm. um, her curriculum actually helps people know how to help widows. Oh, that's fantastic. Um, Because it's so needed. I love that. It's so needed. And um, what I've learned is some people don't want to, they don't know if they should talk about Mm -hmm. their husband that has passed away. They kind of, yeah. Yeah. I want to talk about my best friend. Right. Right. I want to talk about it. (laughs) I love it. You know? I love it. He, he, he left a legacy that is huge in my life and my Mm -hmm. kids' lives and all these coaches I've got. It's it's the beginning of football season right now. Right. 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 And I got this call. From this coach mm. who 
has called my husband every year at the beginning of the football season to like encourage each other and Jimmy was always encouraging him and pushing him mm. and and he goes to pick up the phone and Jimmy's not there to call. Yeah. So he calls me. I love it. He calls me. <laughs> and then it put me in tears, but happy tears. Yeah. That he wanted to call, you know, yeah. call. Yeah. So the, the thing is, people want to talk about their husbands mm-hmm. because a lot of them are leaving amazing legacies. Yeah. That's I don't good. know. That's part healing. Yeah. No, and that's I love that. I love yeah. that. Well, what is it? Uh, we're going to move in. Last thing I'll ask you on the show as of right now, but what does it feel like to be on a Pure Flex original? How is that? You know, I love Pure Flex. Mm-hmm. I love what they stand for. Yep. I know a lot of the people mm-hmm. and the team there, mm-hmm. and I know their heart. Mm-hmm. And um, it's pretty special to be able to be a part of a Pure Flex original. It really, really is. They're doing some good stuff over there. They are. And they need support. They need prayer to continue. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And people to support them. Yeah, and to get absolutely. In there. You know, if we really do want to support faith-based and inspirational right. shows and movies mm-hmm. to get in there. Tell me, we're going to switch gears a little bit. How did you find yourself in the entertainment business? And, and did you always want to be an actress? That's a loaded question. <laughs> I know because I, I know my answer is so I'm give a like, short answer. You know, mine is so different mm-hmm. than so many mm-hmm. people. Like I got married when yeah. I was 18. A lot of people say it wouldn't last, and it did. But mm-hmm. see, that was what my where my brain was. Mm-hmm. So I had my babies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I had I had two. Two. Yep. And then about mid twenties, uh-huh. I started feeling some churning, like. There is something else that I want to do. And it film kept coming up, but I had no desire to go to Hollywood. Mm -hmm. I wasn't on that. I just wasn't. But I wanted to be in films. And there wasn't a lot of Christian films. There was some family. Mm -hmm. But like, what does that look like? What what is right? What am I thinking this for? Right. And so I thought that I would just begin to pray about it and Lord, I don't know what this looks like, but I want to do this. I don't want to move to Hollywood, but I don't even know. I don't have training. I don't even know what I'm saying. (laughs) I know this feeling. I don't even know what I'm asking. (laughs) Um, But then there's this thing, and I'm going to just kind of do this in a short little story, that my husband got an opportunity to um, move and get out of coaching, which Mm -hmm. obviously that did not work. We had to get back in coaching. but we did, but it was over there, like to where Wilmington is and all that, where all the WB and all that. And yeah. I'm like, oh, right. I'm going to go <laughs> I'm over in. there. I'm in. I'm going to go over there. Uh-huh. I don't even know what I was saying. I'm going to get an agent. <laughs> I'm going to do my thing. I get over there, and I can promise you nothing happened the way I even thought it was going to happen, mm-hmm. the way I was visualizing in my mind. Mm-hmm. So that whole year was just a us just battling with what we were doing. Yeah. God's like, okay, now you ready? <laughs> Are you ready for me to like take over? Because right. um, I honestly, I'm stubborn. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're stubborn, but I'm so stubborn. My husband would definitely say yes. So <laughs> we got out, of, got out of where we were, mm-hmm. going back into coaching. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know what? Let's get to a bigger city. Because mm-hmm. if I'm going to pursue this thing, I mean, we need to just, we need to do something bigger. Do so 
he's such an amazing husband. He, okay, I'm going to try to find a football coaching job. And every door just shut, mm. one after the other, one mm-hmm. after the other. Except for my hometown, where I honestly just left. <laughs> just left a year before, thinking <laughs> I am out, I am free. Uh-huh. The other school across the um, way uh-huh. calls him, uh-huh. which was Sherwood <laughs> Christian Academy in Albany, Georgia. And I'm like, really, Jimmy? Uh, uh, we're going back to Albany? Wow. And he goes, baby, I tried. but I, And I also prayed yeah. that the Lord would shut the doors. Yeah. This is the door he's opening. Mm-hmm. I followed behind the U-Haul truck, pitching a southern hissy fit. I did, uh-huh. and crying. Um, but when I got over there, the Lord, I, I just gave it up. Mm-hmm. But I really, but I didn't give it up out of anger. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what? I don't know what I'm saying and yeah. what I'm asking. I'm trying to do it on my own. Mm-hmm. And I don't need to do this on my own. So if you want me to do it, you'll open the door. Mm-hmm. If you don't, I will be Mrs. Kutcher's wife and be just fine. And then probably a couple of weeks later, I met the Kendra Brothers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ended up in Flywheel, then facing the Giants. Wow. And I can hear the Lord. I heard him just like, thank you for letting yeah. me drive this thing. Wow. Like, I love you so much that you thought you knew better, but I got you. Mm-hmm. So that, that thing mm-hmm. that was stirring yeah. was real. Yeah. It was him. It's just, I took the long way around. <laughs> I did. I took the you were behind the U-Haul. So behind the U-Haul. Yeah, I was the leader. Yeah. I'm like, what am I thinking? Now, now he has to remind me of that. Like, I love that. But I love it. That is that story. And I'm thinking to myself right now, did I answer your question? No, you did. Okay. Actually, you really because here's the thing is this, we we do. You you did perfectly. You know, it's the same thing for me. I was not looking to be in the entertainment industry at all. But I was praying that Lord the Lord was gonna do something at that particular point in time mm-hmm. in my life as well. I, I had just found out that I couldn't have any more children mm-hmm. after Levi. And so my husband and I had started a coffee shop in our in our church um, back in Phoenix, Arizona. And there was a man that came in, sat down at the table with his kids and his wife. And as I was pouring coffee, he literally like said, have you ever thought about doing commercials? And so, you know, it was one of those things where I always go, I started on holy ground and he stepped <laughs> me on holy ground. And he always reminds me, though, that, you know, just the enemy knows what's good, right? Oh, the yeah. enemy knows what's oh, good. Yeah. But God knows what's great. And so often, you know, we can't see what he's weaving in that tapestry. And so when we come into these places that he's bringing us to is that the timing, his timing is so Mm -hmm. specific. So, you know, not only was he preparing your way, but he was paralleling it for you and your husband, for you and Jimmy to be Mm -hmm. in the same place. And then to be working with the Kendrick brothers who he was raising up to put into this industry. He didn't want just a good for you. He wanted a great for you to enter in in a certain way. And that to me is a very special, because again, like he puts you on holy ground, Mm -hmm. you know, because he was doing something that was resonating for this movement that we call the faith-based world, right? Right. So, you know, you at that time with Flywheel and Facing the Giants and these movies, like, 
those were just kind of the beginning mm-hmm. pieces of what we now see as this huge industry for the mm-hmm. faith world. Mm-hmm. I love your story. I remember the first time that you and I got together and we talked a little bit about facing the giants. And, um, you know, I was like, what was it like? How did you guys do this? And, you know, my my time with Kendrick Brothers, my first time was working with them on Overcomer. I did uh, the video Slow Fade for Fireproof, but I wasn't on the movie set mm-hmm. with them. Mm-hmm. So my very first time movie set-wise was Overcomer, and it was such an incredible experience. And so as we began to talk, and I know you had a great experience too, but it was definitely different. So I would love for you to give the the listeners just just a little bit of the behind the scenes of something to me that was just so fun because you told me the stories and I'm like really gosh how did that you know but you guys never gave up you know and I think you told me one time you know and I'll let you talk about it where you were making dinner or something (laughs) yeah so anyway tell us because I think people are going to love this yeah there are so many stories with facing the giants first overcomer Hmm. I loved you in it. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I love you in everything. So (laughs) I'm a fan. I am a fan. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, So, yeah. So, gosh, stories. I have a lot of stories because Mm -hmm. that one, Mm -hmm. and I'm sure the Kendricks would tell you, is Mm -hmm. such a different than all the other ones. Right. Because we were, they, we were kind of just get started we were just figuring it out Mm -hmm. i mean Mm -hmm. they hired five professionals yeah and which bob scott stole he's still still in it he's amazing he is amazing we love you bob Um, we love you bob yes he's amazing and so and none of us i mean we were all we we didn't get paid we were volunteers Mm -hmm. we had the sunday school making all the food that was actually my husband's football team I was the cheerleading coach at the school. Uh-huh. That was my cheerleaders. Like, all, you know, when you see the ones and you see yeah. them flying and I'm standing there to the side watching. I wasn't even cast when that was being filmed yet. Wow. They did a lot of that. A lot of those scenes mm-hmm. were real scrimmages and stuff. Like they would, Alex would follow Jimmy around because Jimmy's kind of wild on the sideline sometimes. So I think he was just wanting to watch how he did things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so what was neat is the story you're telling me, which is so funny, <laughs> because they had an idea, uh-huh. uh, which is it's the opening scene. So if you see Alex sitting uh, with, or Grant Taylor, Grant sitting, Taylor, Grant Taylor yes. sitting with the football at the stadium, and then Brooke walking, mm-hmm. and then just sits down beside him and just lays his head. Okay, right before that, uh-huh. Stephen called and said, hey, we have an idea. And I'm eating, like supper, <laughs> spaghetti. Uh, and I know exactly what I was eating. Can you just come down here real quick and so we could shoot this thing? And I'm like, okay, fine. I'll be there in a minute. So stuff like that, that wouldn't happen now. But yeah. you go back and you see how special we right. were. I mean, your family anyway when you're on set with them. Yes. You are family. A hundred percent. Absolutely. But it was like church family, school family, mm-hmm. just meshing together mm-hmm. and making the pieces fit when the Lord said make them fit. Yeah. I mean, there's so many, so many things. Like when you see the weight room, mm-hmm. like it brings back so many memories. And the office. Yeah. All of those pictures mm-hmm. in that office are all of my family. Me and Jimmy's family, all of them. 
And so it's just special for me to go back and watch it. I love it. Um, Because it really was my life other than getting, getting the truck. And you guys took what? Right? I, I didn't truck. get a truck. I, uh, I was like, well, I was watching you in the, you know, what was it? One of your scenes where you're like backing out of the clinic and I'm like, look at that old truck, you know, and you're in there and you're doing it, you know, and that's kind of how movie making is for us, right? I mean, it seems so, there's so many things that seem so glamorous. How long did it take you guys to make Facing the Giants? See if I can remember. Uh-huh. I almost want to say six weeks. Six, maybe? okay. Four to six weeks. That's, yeah. Um, I could be wrong on that but I think that's about about right I think that's about right you know I love I I have some quotes because people quote that movie all the time Mm -hmm. and they have quoted it for I can't tell you how long every time I turn around like I hear this quote coming and so two of my favorite quotes one was from Alex and as he played Grant Taylor and I and I love this because it says if we win we praise him if we lose we praise him Either way, we honor him with our actions and our attitude. So I'm asking you, what are you living for? And and I love that quote because it really does talk about not, it's not just about a movie. It's really about us as Christians and in our life and what we're doing. And so, which leads me to, you know, really talking about being in faith-based entertainment, being in entertainment in general, because we have so many um, wins, we have so many loses, we have so many things that we're up against and, you know, and what we're living for. What has it looked like for you to be part of the faith-based entertainment and watch it grow from where it did years ago to where it is now? And how do you see the wins and the losses in this particular space of faith-based, you know, entertainment that, that we have. What, what, what do you think? I think we're just getting started mm-hmm. to start that mm-hmm. off. Um, I really do. And it's just amazing to mm-hmm. me when I take myself back in time to when we were filming Facing the Giants mm-hmm. that God knew what was ahead. Yeah, He knew the people he was raising up. Mm-hmm. He knew that the Kendrick brothers were that front runner mm-hmm. that was going to give the spark yeah. to directors and producers and actors and say, hey, yeah. I, I want to be in a film like this. Mm-hmm. I want to be a part of this. And then kind of sparking their imagination to write their own uh, faith film. Mm-hmm. Um, and there is challenges because you want it to be. Um, you want it to be the best it can be. Mm-hmm. You want the writing to be amazing. And But the thing is, they're just like in the secular. There's good and there's like, ah, not so good. Because I hear that all the time. Well, some of this is cheesy or whatever. But let me tell you something. Mm-hmm. They're out there doing it. Yeah. They're doing it. Yeah. And if they continue to keep doing it, mm-hmm. God's going to continue to raise them up. Mm-hmm. For me. Yeah. I'm like they gotta keep they gotta keep going. Yeah. And if there is an actor, if there's a uh, produ- if there's a wannabe mm. actor, producer, writer, uh, uh, that God keeps putting in, but you let fear. Mm. But to now, right now, as you're listening, mm-hmm. the fear to be gone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it might not can be completely gone, but face it. Yeah. Like facing the ju- face the fear and go do it. Right. Because God's putting it in you. We don't know. Right. We just don't know. Right. Um. But we do battle mm-hmm. in that arena. But I can tell you, God knew by back then. <laughs> and he yeah. knew that we were going to be sitting here. Yes. 
and he knows yes. what's ahead. Yeah. And I honestly think that it might shock us mm-hmm. to go, God, I didn't think it could get any better. Right. But look what you're doing right. and look who right. you're raising up. Yes. And for us, yeah. which I think we're veterans in this thing. We are, yes. And we're not going to stop. We can't stop. We got to keep No, going. no, no. We're just beginning. But we're taking a lot of young people mm-hmm. with us and say, come on, mm-hmm. let's go. Let's do this. We got something to do. Absolutely. And it's so much fun. It's so much fun. It is a lot of work. Yeah. But you know what? God didn't call us to easy. No, no. Believe me, <laughs> no. he didn't call us to easy. No, no. And um, I think, though, if we rally together, mm-hmm. pray, stay on our knees, that he will take us to places that will really blow our minds. Absolutely. No, and I, I couldn't right. agree with you more. I, I think absolutely. What do you think that some of the wins for, I mean, I think that's a win in itself. The faith-based entertainment is coming mm-hmm. up. And what do you think some of the losses have been? Like, what can we do better? You know, one of the things that I believe is that personally, because we as Christians, we do want good, wholesome entertainment, right? We want to be able to watch things that we can watch with our family. We want to watch good storytelling, you know. And so in, in my in my mind, you know, what I keep thinking and the Lord lays on my heart is really bringing up those influencers mm-hmm. uh, behind and in front of the camera as yeah. storytellers, that they become the influencers that influence the next generation. Mm-hmm. And they do it in a way that they're honoring God first, and then everything comes after it. So, and I don't know, to be quite honest with you, up until this point, I know there's a few that have done this, obviously, the Kendricks and, and a few others, but I'm not sure how well we've done yet with actually bringing forth uh, the influence Mm -hmm. uh, or influencers to really stand out in this space so that mom and dads can point their youngins to say, hey, why don't you follow so-and-so? Because they're they're, 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 those kids now are ruled by their phones, That's right. social media platforms, you know, TikTok, whatever it is on there. Mm -hmm. I was sitting with my 21-year-old the other night and we were watching a show together, and we were laughing, and I kind of looked over, and he was on his phone, and I was like, what are you doing? And he goes, oh, I'm, I'm looking up the cast. I do that, though. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, but it, it, you know, yeah. but it immediately hits you in there that everything that he's now looking up, and he's 21, uh-huh. so he's at a certain age, but if that was my... 12 year old or my 14 year old or you know and they've grabbed a phone or whatever and they're looking something up so talk to me a little bit about how you feel about that because i think that's something that we as believers need to do a better job in we do Mm -hmm. we do because we are influencers Mm -hmm. and we have a platform but my my kids they're 22 and 27 they're both married and they support everything that i do they do go watch a lot of the Kendricks, the Owen Brothers, and different things. Some of the things that the, that Perfect puts mm-hmm. out, and, um, but some of the things they they not they really don't want to see, and they want to see really quality, mm-hmm. really quality entertainment. So I think that um, I don't know, maybe maybe we and so many mm-hmm. uh, just you gotta get in there and work and yeah. practice and. Yeah. Get in with the best and yeah. volunteer. And mm-hmm. I know that all of these 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 ones that have, I guess, um, showed up at the box office mm-hmm. in their faith films that mm-hmm. they just do amazing jobs. They actually welcome 
these filmmakers, yeah. these young filmmakers, to come yeah. volunteer mm-hmm. and learn from the best. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that's going to be a key. Don't you? I do. I think it is key. I think also that it's being reminded, you know, that as as because, you know, if we think about it, movies are being made all over the world 365 days yeah. a year. And a lot of the secular stuff, you know, I watched a movie not long ago and it had some of the biggest star names in Hollywood. And it was one of the worst movies I've ever watched. And I'm like, I just lost two hours of my life and I'll never get back. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so... I do think that there's the level of, yes, the quality of filmmaking. And I think I would just love to, for us to, to bring up that generation. I always think, talk about mm-hmm. it in this way that if God has gifted and talent, given talents to those behind the camera, that he's done the same thing in front of the camera. Mm-hmm. And so how are we finding the diamonds in the rough to continue to polish them, grow them, and impress upon them to bring them up into this. Yes. And I think that's something I'm hopeful that we'll get to do. And we get to be a part of that. I think that would lead me to uh, a little bit of my my next question, because we're talking about kids right now, and a lot of, a lot of the listeners are moms and, uh, you know, ages, uh, kids all different ages. And you're a wife. You've been a mom. You also had a career in this industry, you started in this industry when your kids were younger. Yeah. How did you navigate your career and your home life at the same time? Well, my big, my biggest key was my husband. Mm. I couldn't have done it without his support mm-hmm. and without his help. Um, he was my cheerleader. Yeah. He told me to, you're going to keep going, you're not going to quit. And um, But also, what is so neat um, there was a, there's a little story I have to share because my kids were younger mm-hmm. and I just pretty much come off of facing the giants was a couple of years or whatever. And I got offered a, to go to Australia mm-hmm. to do a film and I didn't even have a passport. Thank God. I I'm like, I'm not going to go do that. I'm not going to leave mm-hmm. my kids. In the meantime, I was a speaker. Yeah, and I spoke to women, and I my daughter would go with me, and I would tell women to do things afraid and never quit and all those things, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And one day I was putting her to bed. I think she was twelve, and I said, "Baby, don't worry. I'm not going to go, you know, to Australia mm-hmm. and 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 do all that. I'd have to be gone for like a month." And and she said, "Mama, you know, I heard Daddy." say to go Mm -hmm. and we're going to be fine because number one (laughs) you tell all of these women to do it afraid Uh, and never quit but I think that you're afraid Wow! and I looked at her Mm. and I was like I knew at that moment that to be the example Mm -hmm. for for my Mallory and for my Jay Mm -hmm. that I had to go now I had a balance Mm-hmm. I didn't want to always go. Right. I wanted to be a part of their life. Right. But there's some things I think that you have to do because they're mm-hmm. watching. Absolutely. Your kids yeah. are watching you. Yeah. And that's the moment I realized she's listening to me mm-hmm. and she's watching me. Mm-hmm. And if I don't go, she'll mm-hmm. forever think that I'm afraid. And I tell mm-hmm. these women not to be afraid. Yeah. So that pushed me to go. Wow. I love that, though. I love it. And how did, I mean, in doing that, it also, I think, 
it's interesting because not only of what you just said that about navigating being a mom and in your career, but that's also navigating your walk as a Christ follower mm -hmm. in this industry as a mom, mm -hmm. as a wife. How have you navigated the entertainment industry and continued to be a Christ follower first and foremost? Because I do think that that, that, that really does parallel what you just said about doing it you know, afraid because our God is not a God of fear. He's not a God of anxiety. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when we're walking in his will, yeah. instead of our desire, he's opening up doors that no man can close. Right. So what does that look like as a Christ follower to be in the entertainment business and do what you do? Well, you have to set your boundaries. <laughs> yes, you certainly do. I have a lot of young ones talk to me uh -huh. and I'm like, you better, you better know right now Yeah. before you get asked. Don't wait. You better set that boundary right now mm -hmm. with, with the Lord. Yeah. Because if you don't, you're going to be easily swayed mm -hmm. into being a part of something that you don't need to be a part of. Right. Then it's going right. to set you down a path right. that you really don't want to be a part of. Yeah. So setting boundaries ahead of time, mm -hmm. I think is key. Yeah. Um, and that goes for me still right now. 100%. set my boundaries. Yeah, 100%. And so, gosh, navigating that, if I didn't set my boundaries mm -hmm. and I didn't stay on my knees in prayer, mm -hmm. I would find myself in things I shouldn't be a part of. Mm -hmm. um, if you're in this industry and you want to honor God, mm -hmm. there might be things that you want to say yes to so bad. I know. I know the, the character. It's oh, the I just want to be. It's yes. Like, yeah. Oh, it's yeah. this. I want it. Yeah. But then you know, yeah. it's just, it's like that fight. Right. Like, you know, you want to, but then like God's going, mm-mm, mm-mm, mm -mm, and you're going, yeah. open, open, please. Yeah, yeah. You're not going to know it <laughs> if you don't stay in prayer. And believe me, as long as you're in it. Yeah. As long as we're in this field, yeah, we're going to have the tug of war. We are absolutely going to have the tug of war. <laughs> it's, like it's so hard. But that, again, is because... Again, going back to the enemy, the enemy knows what's good. And there are these tempting yes. things that happen, you know, in our lives. Talk to me a little bit about one of the things that I always love hearing women talk about is how do you define success? It's a big one. It really is a big one. It's a big one. And it's like, how do you define it? Because ultimately, people are watching and they're listening. But how do you define success? Like if somebody else would look at our life, they'd say, y'all are successful. Mm -hmm. I wish I could be mm -hmm. where you are today and this and that and the other. But that's really, I don't think, success. I mean, it is. It is a certain type of success. Sure. But my success, the way I gauge it, is within me. Mm -hmm. Like, did I just take that film and that script and do the absolute best that I could mm -hmm. to honor him. If I can say yes, that's success. Yep. If I can't, I've got some work to do. Yeah. And that to me though, it's an ongoing, it's, it's ongoing. Yeah. So where I am in my life, like right now, mm -hmm. I struggle sometimes with, oh, I, gotta, I gotta do this, do I gotta this. go. Mm. It's like I have a weight Yep. And it's the weight of grief, you mm -hmm. know, on me. And, and I have to give myself grace. But I also have to be fierce yeah. enough and have enough courage to go, 
I got to get up. Yeah. I, I got to do it. Mm-hmm. So like today, like the last, to be raw and mm-hmm. honest, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the last two or three days was hard for me. It's like I was trying to heal, but I couldn't heal. Mm-hmm. It was like, I got to do this. Shannon, you got to do this. Yeah. And I was sitting on the couch. Going, I don't want to be sitting on this couch. Yeah. And I get up this morning mm. and I get my hair done. I mean, I did it, but <laughs> and I got my makeup on, I dressed, but I did all of it as I was like fighting, mm-hmm. fighting to take the next step. Mm-hmm. And I heard the Lord's like, I got you, but you got to go. You mm-hmm. got to go. So today, me sitting here with you is success. That's yep. good. That's really good. Amen. That's good. And that's what a lot of the times, isn't it just come down to that saying yes and taking one day and at a time? Believe me, it's not really it's not always easy. Somebody mm-hmm. that's listening to mm-hmm. us right now, they mm-hmm. don't have to be a widow. Mm-hmm. Right. There is something that they need to do. Yes. Yes. That the weight yes. is so strong. But if they could just get up off the couch, mm-hmm. put the clothes on, mm-hmm. put the makeup on, mm-hmm. and go do what God said to do. I promise mm-hmm. when they like cross that, that threshold, mm-hmm. it's almost like the enemy was like, oh, forget it. Yeah. It's like they, <laughs> yeah. they're, they've crossed over now. They're, they're here. They're there. It's like, but you gotta, gotta get, get there. Yeah. You gotta get there. And the getting there mm-hmm. is hard. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. you know what? They can get there. So yeah. hear the voice. Mm-hmm. Get there. Get yeah. up. Yeah. Get up. Get yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. And walk. That is so good. It's so good because that's so often the biggest challenge for all of us is to step in and be obedient. Right? It's like the obedience factor in our walk with Christ. How to be obedient in times when we just do not mm-hmm. feel like we want to be obedient and our world has said you operate on your emotions yeah. instead of truth right mm-hmm. and so so often you know we are emotional and God knows that and he will never leave us nor forsake us and there are times when you just you know I I still I lost my mom and there are many days that I just like I need to call and talk to my mom mm-hmm. and my mom's not there and I pick up the phone and I'm like mom and I'll have these moments, and I'm that little girl that's sitting there in a chair crying out. And same thing. It's like I have to take the next moment and go, oh, wait a minute. I have to be here, or I've I've got this job, or I've got to be mm-hmm. on this phone call, or I've got – like I just have to keep going. Keep going. And that is success, I think, too. So much of like, okay, and that it's, I'm so happy that you said that. It's yeah. like just do it. Just do it. So, ladies, if you're listening, just do it. Mm-hmm. It's really what it comes down to. As we start to wrap up a little bit, uh, we're going to start to close here. But one thing I would love to know is, um, and this is always, and I know you get this so often as well, is what advice would you have for somebody that's trying to pursue, no matter who they are, whatever age they're at? So what would you do? What kind of advice would you give them in pursuing a career in in media and entertainment? Like, what would that advice look like? Well, I give it a lot, Mm -hmm. I think, to the young, a lot of younger, Mm -hmm. the generation that will reach out to me. Mm -hmm. Um, First, I'll always 
tell them to get on their knees and pray. Yeah. I, I have to do that. I can't leave that out. That's mm-hmm. the key. Um, that's when I tell them to set their boundaries. Yeah. But then I tell them to go get training. Yeah. Go volunteer on mm-hmm. these the places you want to be. Go to film festivals and connect mm-hmm. with people. Yeah. And and because I I didn't used to go to film festivals and then I started going and then I'm like, hey, I'm about to start a job because I went to this film, film festival. festival. Yeah. Um, and it really does help because if you mm-hmm. go to the right ones, mm-hmm. the film festivals that are out there, mm-hmm. you're going with like-minded people. Yeah. And you could get on that job as whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and all you do is ask. Mm-hmm. And there is somebody yep. that needs help. Mm-hmm. And then that will lead to something else and lead to something Absolutely. else. So get on your knees. Mm-hmm. Set your boundaries, mm-hmm. and you do that together. <laughs> Get on your set your boundaries together, <laughs> yeah. and then go out there and and volunteer. Go out there and train. Mm-hmm. Go out there and um, do all the things that you need to do to connect. Because it's about relationships. Yes, it yes. is about relationships. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, uh, me and Cam- Cammy Arnett will say, "Just show up." Yeah, just, just show just up. Just show up. Yeah, and you know what? You don't have to go and strive. Mm-hmm. That's that. That is a mistake. I feel like a lot do. They, they're, yeah, they're just trying to hover all the people that. Yeah, and me and yeah, just don't. Yeah, just don't. Let yeah. the Lord. I agree. Do it. Be a part of um, mm-hmm. the training sessions that is offered. Yeah. Um, and then the, then talk and just let the Lord just do it. Do his just, thing. Just do his thing because just he will. Thing. I love it. He will. Yeah. Oh, he has every time he does. He will. Tell me, how do you serve other women in your world? What does that look like for you? Because you, you do a lot of it, and so I'd love to hear how you serve other other women in your world. One of the one of the things that mm-hmm. I feel like God has put on my heart is to be the cheerleader for another woman to serve them, like you be the person to uplift them yeah. and to encourage them. And not because in this industry, mm-hmm. there's so much where the comp- you think you're in competition with mm-hmm. another person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not in their competition. No. You're not. You shouldn't be. Right. But it still exists. We yeah. live in a world that it yeah. does. Yep. Yep. So I want to be that person mm. that up, uplifts another mm-hmm. woman in the spotlight put her in the spotlight yes like she's in the spotlight because you know what she's actually doing good work yeah so why not tell her yeah. in the world that she's doing good work Absolutely. you know Stephen Kendrick's likes to always say let somebody else like lift you up right <laughs> and, yes. and he always says that and it's yeah. true yeah yeah and so I feel like that's one of the ways that I can serve the women in my world mm-hmm. is to love on them that way mm-hmm. and so, because it is better for somebody else to. But then what if I do, and then this director, this producer, oh, you know what? I want to hire her. Yep. Um, I want to be that person. Yeah. Um, God's got me. Yeah. God's got me. Yep. And I feel like if the women Mm -hmm. will get it, Mm -hmm. that portion that we're better and stronger together, Mm -hmm. then, oh, wow. Yeah. What we could do. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's like. I always think of John 21 and it talks about where Peter's, you know, it's when the Lord is like saying, um, you know, do you love me? Do you love mm-hmm. me? And it talks about the uh, other disciple that's kind of leaning and laying back on Jesus at that time. And, 
you know, Jesus goes on to ask Peter this three times and, and to the point of where Peter's like, yes, I love you. And, and what it, what it hit me as I was reading the scripture was immediately though, instead of asking, Lord, why are you asking me this? Or being concerned about what God, you know, what the Lord is wanting in this moment or what this conversation looks like between him and Jesus. Mm -hmm. It actually, the next thing you hear him say is, but what about him? He's not doing right. what, are you not asking him that question? And I think so often that's what happens with us as believers. Mm -hmm. And so I love that your focus is on lifting up the next woman, putting the spotlight on somebody else and encouraging them. Mm -hmm. Because then I do think it is that reminder that you're going back and going, I do love you, Jesus. Mm -hmm. And I do want to shepherd your sheep. And I do want to, I want to do the things that honor you. Yeah. It's so good. Okay. Tell us quick. Okay. What's next for Shannon and how can people follow and support you so that we can continue to take this journey with you and support not only all of what you're doing, but also the rebuild, restore. Yeah. So tell us, tell us what's next and following and supporting you. Okay. I do have some films Yay. that I'm working on Okay, that's up and coming, mm -hmm. which you can you know, follow me on Instagram mm -hmm. and Facebook. And I do... Um, post like we do. Yeah, we post all the time, yes. but we try to engage, mm -hmm. and that also just kind of because you can you know how to, we want to pray for us women yes. out there. Yes. That's one way to do. You can figure out what we're going to do, and then pray. Please, we we want you to pray for us. Yes. <laughs> um, so I do have some films. I have rebuild and restore, and I do have some speaking engagements that's coming up that loves on women and serves women and we're locking arms with other women. I love it. Yeah. So I, I really, um, there's some of them are that's coming up, I guess are surprises and mm -hmm. we'll, we'll, we'll see how it all plays out. Well, I love that. So people can find you at shannonfields.com. Yes. They can also follow you on at Shannon Fields and then also to follow at Rebuild and Restore TV so that they are supporting the show and then also to support at the Women in My World yes. um, and to continue that as well. So we can continue doing what we're doing right now and hanging out and talking um, about all the things that God is doing in our lives and how he's worked through and walked this out with us. But I love you, dear friend, and, and um, I just want to thank you for sitting here and being with me today and just with all the women and sharing with them, uh, you know, it is such a time in this world that we need to have encouragement. We need to right. empower and activate right. uh, other Ooh, women. I like that. Ah, I'm like, that's the word Lord's like always that. like, here you go. Activate. Let me drop that on you. Activate yeah. other women around us that's to awesome. do things that God calls us to do. Yeah. So thank you for joining, joining me and we will continue to pray for all that you've got going on. Thank you. It's an honor. I'm going to continue to pray for you because you got some great stuff ahead, girl. I'm excited to watch. <laughs> I'm excited too. All right, guys. Thank you for joining us. It's been fun. Bye.